Hey guys, what's up? My name's Ines. I write kissing books. And today I'm having a bit of a breakdown about the difference between a want versus a need. I have questions about this. Let's break it down. Now, a lot of times I don't remember where I learned things. <laughs> I just pick up all this information. Some of it's useless and it's all just stored up here. Um, and I'm getting older <laughs> and there's a lot of useless information that's happening on up there. But I do remember my college roommate, the award-winning fantasy romance novelist, Elle Penelope. I remember her giving me a critique of one of my stories and asking me, what's the story question here? After first admitting that I had no clue what my story question was, and then admitting that I didn't know what a story question in general was, she explained it to me. Once she explained what it was to me, I started employing this technique and it is one of the main things that has strengthened my writing. So let me show you how to do it. So first thing, what is a story question? It stems from one of two places, either from your story's theme or your character's goal. Now, L stands for Leslie. Leslie is always writing these major epics that deal with um, really deep, moving, thoughtful themes. I deal with love. Will they kiss or will they not? <laughs> so because I deal with uh, love stories, which is always about love wins, love conquering all, my story question always stems from the character's goals. So that's what I'm going to focus on. A character has either a want or a need as a goal. All characters have holes, H-O-L-E-S. Notice that that rhymes with goals. You open the first chapter of a book and you find a human being who believes that they are lacking something crucial to their lives. Perhaps it's the dream job or the right social circle or their mother's approval, or maybe it's love. If it's my book, it's always gonna be love. Rarely do you find a character who finds themselves, who sees themselves as whole. A part of them is usually missing. For the next tens of thousands of words, you embark upon a journey with this character to fill that hole, H-O-L-E, that missing void. And characters fill these holes in one of two ways. They fill them with either a want or a need, and there is a difference. Remember when you were young and you wanted a fancy pair of jeans, but your mom took you to the thrift store or the discount store, discount department store? And that's what you got, the same kind of jeans everybody else had. You all walked into school on the first day with the exact same jeans. Yes, flashback. Okay, another flashback, 90210. Do you remember in 902, Beverly Hills 90210, when Brenda um, was dying to get a fancy pair of jeans that were ripped? That was all the rage back in the 90s, those ripped jeans, those really expensive ripped jeans. Yes, that's how we rolled. We had Brenda, fresh from the Midwest, thrown into the dangerous waters of Beverly Hills elite. And then there were her working class parents who couldn't afford that patchwork ripped jean look that she was wanting because it was going to cost like the amount of their freaking mortgage. But Brenda wanted those jeans. She wanted those holy jeans so that she could fit in with Kelly and Donna and be part of the cool girls. And in her mother's eyes, Brenda just needed a new pair of jeans to cover her butt and that's what Brenda got. She got a new pair of jeans from the discount store, <laughs> like all of us. Now, if we were to watch that 30-year-old episode, my gosh, you guys were getting old. Yes, we, not just me. 
Um, if we were to watch that um, really long ago episode, um, we would know what Brenda did with those jeans. She made holes in her jeans so that she could fill that social void. Today, you might want an expensive pair of shoes. You might want a nice purse. You might want um, the most expensive house on the market. But at the end of the day, you need a functioning pair of heels to go with your cute dress, or you need a pair of pants that's going to cover your butt, or you need a roof over your head. A want is a false goal. It's a red herring. It throws the reader and the character alike off the true course of what will lead them to filling in that hole and becoming W-H-O-L-E, hole. It's going to take some bumps and some bruises along the way before they realize that that want is not truly what they need. What they need perfectly fills that void that the character has been experiencing. Brenda's story question stems from her want of getting those genes because of her need to fit in with her peer group. Those genes were a red herring of not fitting in with those girls so that she was trying and failing, trying and failing and going through a try-fail cycle, all with the objective of reaching her goal of fitting in. So the story question for this episode becomes, does Brenda find acceptance with her new friend group? Not does she get the genes. <laughs> For your story, I want you to think, what is your character's goal? And is it a want or is it a need? It's usually the need that becomes the story question, but it may not be the only story question. In novels, as well as in television, sometimes we have a main storyline or the A story, and then we have some subplots, which could be the B, C, D, and so forth on storyline. So if you have subplots working, you're gonna. I would recommend that you ask some more story questions. For example, in a mystery or procedural like castle or law and order, that dead body or the discovery of the crime being committed, that is the main plot of the week. It's the A storyline. The story question becomes who done it? And then the answer becomes who did it? The main plot or the A storyline is typically external. When we're dealing with character story questions, I want you to think deeper. I want you to think about what's going on internally. What's going on interpersonally with friendships, with family relationships, with love relationships, or even of, with self-care, of the character taking care of themselves? That's going to be your key to your character story question. So again, your A storyline may just be the overarching story of, uh, like I said, in the mystery, who did this crime? It, with with uh, a political thriller like Scandal, can we get our client uh, exonerated from the scandal? Then you have the subplots going on between the characters and that needs to get a story question as well. So let's go back to Buffy the Vampire Slayer's pilot. The A story question in Buffy always deals with the monster. Will Buffy defeat the monster of the week? That's external. In the pilot episode, Buffy's internal goal is to stay out of trouble and to do good in school. She doesn't want to be a slayer anymore when we first meet her. So a great B story question for this pilot episode is will Buffy pick up her stake again or will Buffy stay out of trouble? 
Poor Buffy. She fails spectacularly at achieving, at achieving her internal goal. She does not stay out of trouble. She fails at both the A, the main storyline question with the monster of the week, and she fails at the B storyline question, her internal goal of not picking up her stake again. She starts to slay, but she's slaying for a good reason. Remember, you can deny your character for a good reason, and this is a good reason. Um, but Buffy's reward for her good deed is that she saves her new friends and then she's left trapped in a coffin with vampires closing in. And you'll just have to tune in next week to see how this story turns out for Buffy. That was a cliffhanger, but notice that TV shows don't get the same type of vitriol when a, when, that we do when a book ends in a cliffhanger. And I think this is because of the story question and making sure that the main story question gets answered by the end of the episode. Then at the end of the episode, you can ask a new story question. You can wrench the door open and introduce something new after we've closed out everything. We're gonna explore this open door method soon. But in the meantime, do you know your story question or your story questions if you have subplots for your current work in progress? Take a look at your character's goal. If the goal is a want, be sure that the story question stems from the need, which is the true goal. Formulate the needed goal into a question. Then be sure to answer that question by the end of your tale. You're, gonna, you're free to leave some of the subplots unanswered if you're gonna address them in later installments. If you're never gonna address them again, please answer them or you will get the vitriol. <laughs> we got it? Okay. If you want to learn more about pacing, you can try my course, Page Turner Pacing, How to Write a Binge-Worthy Novel in 21 Days at aneswrites.com forward slash PTP for Page Turner Pacing. Want to break down shows with me live? Come join me on Teleparty. You can find out the viewing schedule on aneswrites.com forward slash breakdown. In the meantime, you guys know what you got to do. You go get them words. And I'll try to keep it together until the next time that we break things down. I'll see you then. Bye.